Hello and welcome to episode 152, season 7, episode 18 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I am Andy, and every time I do this, I forget how I start it every week. It's kind of like the end of the podcast when I forget when we do uh, pick-ems and uh, questions and that kind of thing. Every week, I get confused. Uh, thankfully, I have Andrew here to help me with that. Hello. It does not help. <laughs> I, uh, I just... My... My Discord crashed, and then I came back in the middle. We were talking. Luckily, I think before you introduced me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Excellent. It's what you get I'm for here. never restarting your computer. You probably haven't updated Discord ever, huh? Uh, I've I've never updated a single Windows driver. I've never updated a single video driver. Uh, I've updated nothing. Never even given, updated my iPhone. Given your history of uh, uh-huh. bad video drive. Uh, Bad video card issues. I'm surprised you've never updated your driver. Uh, let me tell you, you just spill some water on it, and then you can sell it on eBay for more than you paid for it. That's wild. God. Water water cooled video card. This guy constantly failing upwards. Yes. Uh, wow. Anyways, you can't hurt me anymore. I'm invincible now. That's true. Um, speaking of people that are also invincible, uh, this week uh, we're joined by Tom. I am not invincible this week nor any week, but that's okay. Well, you can't be hurt anymore, right? That is true. I'm impervious to college football pain. I I guess that is true. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid. (laughs) (laughs) All behind me. It's wonderful. Uh, I don't know. I can't can't relate to you guys. That which means my my pain is probably coming at some point. uh, You can relate, just in a different league. Um, You were in. You were literally in this spot three years ago. I know. It sucks been there um a different league we, we were referring to nfl or yeah yeah where you can't be hurt anymore oh yes that that, that is true yeah it is funny when people try to hurt me with uh with falcons things i'm like you, you don't understand like <laughs> it doesn't hurt i don't care it, i i really don't care like i i literally i laugh my girlfriend and i are both uh both falcons fans and we will periodically touch base while the falcons are playing and i'll be like Hey, they're up by like 14 points right now. And we're both like, uh, so let, let's see how we lose this one. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's where we're at. That's been my uh, entire Bengals fandom until last year. And then this year I had expectations and I fucking hate watching them now. Yeah, it sucks. Because um, it, I'm like, oh, no, now I care if they win or lose. Hey, it's, uh, you know, it's Ted Lasso. As, as it says, it's the hope that kills you. Right. So. There you go. And that's why uh, that's why we love this stupid sport. And uh, with that being said, let's start out by talking about the polls for one more week. Actually, I guess next week, too. Um, uh, yeah. Final rankings will probably matter to some extent. Um, we'll go ahead and skip the... I, I put the FEI ratings in there, but we'll just skip past that in favor of some of the... Uh, in favor of the only one that matters, and then the composite one, I guess. So uh, we had new uh, CFP rankings that came out uh, this week. Prior to conference championship game weekend and your top 10, and that is Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Southern California, uh, Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State, Clemson, Kansas State. Obviously, if things... Clemson is still in the top 10. (laughs) Well, clearly it's SEC bias, so you guys are still in there. uh, I think... Saying there's a chance. A lot Uh of people have been discussing, and the discussion before this one was, you know, Ohio State, Bama, where they should be. Okay. It should be 5-6. I think the real discussion should be 
uh, should Penn State be above Alabama and Tennessee? Because they have the two best losses, hashtag quality losses, in the nation. <laughs> Tennessee has a loss to the number, the number one team in the in the country. Man, I looked at I looked at Penn State's uh, schedule. Um, actually, earlier today, I didn't know you were going to bring this up. And that is a Mark Richt ass uh, schedule right there, where you are beating all of the teams that you should be beat, and you lose to the teams just, you should lose to. Right. And that's it. So I would say they're the best two-loss team in the nation. <laughs> they beat everyone they were supposed to beat. They lost to the teams they were supposed to lose to. Everything's chalk. You can't say that about Alabama. You can't say that about Tennessee. So... There we go. They they did not underachieve. They did not overachieve. They, they did, did exactly what they were supposed to. <laughs> Who underachieved? Alabama. Who underachieved? Tennessee. Who underachieved? Clemson. Mm-hmm. Thus, mm-hmm. Penn State is the this, this best two-loss team and thus should be sixth. Question. So what I you're setting it. up here, so what you're setting up here is if Penn State and Alabama were reversed, okay? So Penn State is now sixth. Ohio State is mm-hmm. still five. If TCU and Southern Cal were to uh, lose, you would be proposing that three Big Ten teams make it into the playoffs, correct? I'm just saying when you have the best division in football. Okay. You, then you take three three teams from the same division. <laughs> oh, yep. They've all played each other? Absolutely. Yep. yep. <laughs> when, okay. When you, have, when you have the chance, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is an interesting theory. Um, I think it would make Alabama okay. fans upset, so I'm okay with it. But I think there's a legitimate discussion to be had about Penn State being the best two-loss team in the nation. Yeah, are you like, being serious? Like about beyond this like beyond like memeing shittery, I think there's a legitimate conversation about that. I mean, if I was having a legitimate conversation, I mean, sure, we, we could entertain this. I I would probably take Tennessee over Penn State, even without headed hooker. Oh, oh without point. without Hendon hooker, um, I wouldn't take that's them over any of the them. other two-loss teams. I suppose. I mean, without if we're if we're saying Hinton Hooker is not there and we're grading based on that, which I think the committee did, I didn't actually watch the show. I would probably put uh, Tennessee uh, at the as the last of the two lost teams because I think there's it, a pretty steep drop off. They didn't bring that up, but Reese Davis brought it, which I thought was actually really shitty. That I don't think you should rank teams based upon a uh, a, a injury. Um, I don't, you know, until that injury is like if that if, if that injury had happened, then that injury caused Tennessee to lose a game last week yeah then i then i think you can bring that in consideration but since it didn't i feel like you can't um but i also think it's funny that well Al- I mean, you're, trying to, you're trying to get t- the best four teams into the playoffs and i really i think that's the only reason we have these rankings and i mean not, not, not oh, wait season, is this is, is this a most deserving year or best team year it switches every year which what kind of playoff we're looking for it, it depends yeah Right. Well, I, I think that if you lose your starting quarterback, I mean, you're not the team that that was playing all year. You're, you're on a backup, and I mean, I don't know. I, not everyone has like, not everyone wins a national championship with a third string quarterback. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I I would put a different team in there because I, I would want a competitive playoff. Question: uh, Would you put? Um, and this question was kind of brought on by a. Uh, by a listener, and you can uh, listen along live if you join our Discord and email us at the email address that I will mention later in the podcast. Um, would you take a uh, a Penn State team? You're saying you would rank them top of the of the two lost teams. Penn State team that is still unfortunately led by Sean Clifford versus a uh, Hooker less uh, Tennessee. Absolutely, you would. Okay, 
So yeah, you would Iowa take State him actually, over Iowa Joe State Milton. Tennessee has a defense still. Uh, Tennessee's defense is so bad that I think uh, Clifford would throw for like 380 on him. How did Tennessee's offense look without Hooker? Did they play this past week? I'm assuming they did. I don't know. I just know that Joe Milton likes to yeet it like 60 yards every time he throws the ball. So yeah, um, that's pretty okay. much what, what he does every time. So uh, you just better have some fast receivers out there that can catch up to it. They, well, they do. They, they do. Okay. Yeah. They, so, I mean, they, yeah. But who do they play? Uh, Vanderbilt. Also, Joe Vanderbilt. Milton was 11 for 21, 147 yards. They just run for a billion yards. Uh, 362 yards. That's a lot of yards. Okay. That is a lot they of yards. A, I had a guy had five carries, 160 yards. Uh, that's not ideal for Vanderbilt. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to the uh, next poll. The only one that matters, the FPI. Andrew, can you give us an update? Oh, and I got to get to it. Uh, okay. All right. This week, we have a new top three. This yes. Week it is. Two Georgia? and three reversed. Yes. Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee. Uh, Texas still holding on strong. Oh, wait, no. Texas dropped. Texas wow. and Tennessee flipped. Look at that. Texas dropped a sixth. Well, it's because Tennessee's numbers bumped up after... Uh... They bumped up a couple of points after beating Vandy's fifty-six to nothing or whatever it was. I mean, it's, when when there's quality wins, there's quality wins. That's I true. Mean, um, Clemson didn't move after. Well, <laughs> after uh, whatever the hell happened the other day. Well, uh, bad things. Bad things. ECU rocketed up from fifteenth to tenth. Okay, who did they play last week? I I, I can probably look at my results here. Uh, they played Iowa State. Oh. Oh. Did they okay. win by a lot? Yeah. Uh, yes. Houston, they won by a yes. lot. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. They they did. Sorry, Carl. Carl. Coral. Uh, USC is fourteenth on here. Oklahoma is twenty fourth at six and six. Good. Good for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Now that we're at the end of the season, who do we think is the lowest ranked Power Five team? What are they ranked? Colorado. And I'll give you. There's 131 teams. Okay. Is it Colorado um, though? Well, Andy's team guess first. I'm gonna go UMass. Okay. And then I said Power Five, Andy. Okay. Uh, Power Five team. Oh shit. Yeah. I I would say it's probably Colorado. And then I'm okay. gonna say 126th. It's Colorado. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna Andy. say. 121st. It is 124th. Oh, I'm closer. Here are one closer. Damn it. <laughs> All right. 1 and 11. Hey, in New Mexico State, who is going for a bull bid this weekend, <laughs> is one spot below them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. Serge, you're fucking thing uh let's look at um high chance to win the national championship is uh georgia at 40 percent michigan Shocking. at 26 uh quick Ohio state at 19 quick fu- uh fun fact uh about uh, new mexico state since you brought them up can you bring up yeah. who their who their one win was and what the final score was this last weekend um do you remember i'm pulling it up oh it was versus liberty <laughs> Yes. Do you know and who? Now, and yes. now Hugh Freezeless Liberty. <laughs> yes. They're probably better for it, honestly. This is a segue. Uh, New Mexico State 
beat uh, Liberty 49 to 14 this last week, improving them to five and six. Also, uh, Liberty dropped their final, uh, I believe it was three or four games, uh, if I remember correctly. Last, last three in a row. You, they lost to UConn, then Vatek, then New Mexico State. Interesting that the two coaches that they were in on up until the very end lost their last three games in Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze. Anyway, I'm sure there's nothing to see there. Wow, I think Lane's actually a legit coach. I, Hugh Freeze is not. Um, I mean, it, sure. I that that that's a whole other thing. But I guess since we already brought it up, um, so Hugh Freeze is now the head coach at Auburn. It was announced today. Oh, that was yesterday. Uh, also, or we had some other hiring changes. Whenever it was. Luke Fickle to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And Georgia Tech hired their interim coach. Yeah, Brent Key. Okay. Correct. I feel like there was one more. Maybe. Um, there probably was. I'm trying to think of what our openings were. Matt Rule. Matt Rule Matt to Rule. Nebraska. Nebraska. Great. All of these great hires outside of you, outside the SEC. Yeah. <laughs> and the ACC, I guess. Um, well, George Tech was just going the uh, cheap route, I think. I mean, I don't know. Hard to say. Uh, Luke Fickle and Matt Rule are home run hires for both those schools. I, I, I think so for sure for Fickle and Wisconsin. I feel almost as good about Matt Rule to Nebraska. But uh, I don't know if I would say home run hire. I, I think it's a very solid hire for them. I'm also not sure how long Matt Rule is going to stick around there. But where's uh, he going to go? Uh, if he wins, wherever he wants. Penn State. We, we, if they ever tried, get tired of this if they get tired of James Franklin at some point, Penn State. Or if he decides to go to NFL or some other job, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, um. So there's the news. I don't know. Do, do we need to discuss the Hugh Freeze thing? I think it's probably fairly obvious where um, uh, Hugh Freeze is a scumbag. That's all you need to know. Scumbag. Very, very uh, scummy scumbag. Uh, yeah, shithead, uh, hypocritic, uh, hi- hypocritical, um, pseudo-Christian, etc. All of these things. And uh, yeah, shithead. And um Welcome back to the SEC. I hope that they lose every game while he is the head coach. And I cannot wait for them to fire him in a couple years. Um, I know I'm a lot of money, hopefully, because they uh, they made their bed. They're going to have to sleep in this uh, in the same bed. But you want Hugh Freeze to make a lot of money? Um, he just wants Auburn to lose a lot of money. But I just want Auburn to lose. SEC money to come in? It, I don't think it really matters anymore. Yeah, I, I want them to lose a lot of money. I guess the side effect of that is that uh, he's going to get that money, uh, potentially. Um, also, I, I didn't realize that when I said something about Hugh Freeze and, uh, and beds, it made me very uncomfortable. But also, then I started laughing because I thought of the hospital bed photo <laughs> <laughs> of him giving the thumbs up during the Liberty game. God, that did is Andrew make like a uh, a thing about I that? Did. I did. <laughs> I have a. Says, well, you're probably wondering how I got here, and then it says, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah, Bob O'Reilly. <laughs> I, gotta, I should find that again. That was pretty good. Yeah, you should post that on the Discord. Um, all right, so let's uh, actually real quick. We'll do the uh, CFB Nate updated his composite numbers. We'll just do like the top ten real quick. Um, these combine the six, six analytics, polls, blah, 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 that we've done before. Uh, so Georgia, 
Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, Tennessee, Texas, Penn State, TCU, Kansas State, and Utah. Keeping in mind that these things go off of uh, yeah, the, like the overall stats and not necessarily on wins and losses. Also, I, I guess we'll get to the, to the game results from last week and about how... Um, how the stats would not necessarily have predicted how uh, how a certain game involving Michigan and Ohio State would have gone, uh, mostly because something like that uh, probably couldn't uh, couldn't be predicted and uh, may not be repeatable. But who knows? May- maybe we'll actually see later in the year. Um, Tuesday, we had some action. We had Bowling Green at Ohio. They were favored by seven, and Ohio won thirty-eight to fourteen. Thursday, Thanksgiving, we had Mississippi State at oh. Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. Yes. Ole Miss favored by three, and Mississippi State won outright 24-22. to 22. Okay. I am trying to think of... Uh, the, that was a good Egg Bowl. It was a good Egg Bowl, and I was trying to think of how the game ended. Um, I know that it was right down to the wire, and I'm trying to remember what happened. Didn't Ole Miss score and not get a two-point conversion or something? I think. I think. Something like that. Yeah, I think that they had the opportunity to go down the field. Oh, um, yeah. No, no, no. Wait, here's what happened. Yeah, well, there's a lot of lot of football in between uh, then and uh, now. Mississippi State missed a two-point conversion to tie it at the end. Mississippi State won. Oh, wait. No. No. What happened was miss, uh, what had happened was Ole Miss Mississippi missed State. a two-point conversion. I just said that. Yes, listen, yes, you were right. Listen, listen. Correct. Listen, Linda. Correct, listen, Linda. Oh my god. Miss- Mississippi State was about to run in or was about to get the final touchdown. They were it was goal to go and I think Will Will Rogers fumbled it. Something like a minute and a half, two two and a half minutes left. Old Miss goes down uh-huh. the field, gets the touchdown and goes yep. for a two-point conversion and misses it. But um yep. yeah, Mississippi State oh, had the opportunity was- to ice it then. That was the play before the bullshit old misplay where they whistled the play dead and said there was an inadvertent whistle, so they were going to replay the down, and then they decided oh, yeah. to review it and be like, no, that was actually a fumble. You're like, wait a second. Wait a second here. <laughs> wait a second. What are we doing? <laughs> yep. Just making up shit as we go along. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, so it's uh, so a very exciting game. And then uh, Lane Kiffin said after the game he was going to stay at, uh, at Ole Miss. And then you have the developments we talked about with Hugh Freeze ending up at Auburn. Um, Friday, we had Baylor at Texas. Texas favored by 7.5. They won 38-27. to 27. Arizona okay. State at Arizona. I'm assuming this has a, a nickname for the game, but I have no idea. Arizona was favored by... F- Sure. Co-ed bowl. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, uh, duel, duel in the desert. Okay, uh, sure. That's fine too, I guess. Hey, I guess it's it's fine. I like the the co-ed bowl. Uh, Arizona was favored by four and a half, and uh, they one by three. One by three. Thirty-eight to thirty-five. I feel like there was a big. There was a okay. This was the game where there was the big fight, and then the ref had to like write down. Like he had a notepad of oh, all the players that were getting ejected and penalties. It was, there was, card, yeah. it was so many people. <laughs> oh yeah, I I did not watch a, a second of that game, um, unfortunately. Uh, Arkansas was favored by three and a half at Missouri. Missouri won twenty nine to twenty seven. 
things really fell apart for uh, Sam Pittman at Arkansas this year. Um, Seems uh, that way. Top ten Arkansas. Let's tell them, tell them about it. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep, let's keep whomping them up. Let's uh, keep woo picking or whatever. Yeah. yeah, all that. They're uh, gonna womp. We got Texas A&M top ten. We got Arkansas top ten. We're just building resumes over here. Uh, NC State at UNC. Uh, Tom, does this have something uh, like a rivalry name, like something about Tobacco Bowl or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I don't know what it is though. Sure. Um, I do know they don't like each other. Sure. Uh, NC State uh, favor or sorry the other way around. N- UNC was favored by six and a half, and NC State won outright thirty to twenty seven. This game does not have a cashy nickname. Oh, wow, that's surprising. Um, and also, that knocked uh, UNC out of the top ten of the. Uh, wait, were they were they in last week's playoff rank? No, they were not in the top ten. No respect. Well, they lost last week to Georgia Tech. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, God, I forgot that. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How do you, how does that happen? Um, I guess maybe it's uh, was it Gene Chesick is your defensive coordinator? He is. Yikes! Yikes! Uh, I'm wondering how much that is him and how much it is that they just don't have any talent. I I have no idea. I never really. I guess I never really thought of Gene Chesick as a great DC anyway. So he's at least mostly to blame, I suppose, for that. Um, Florida, uh, Florida State, Florida State was favored by ten, and uh, they won forty-five to thirty-eight. I think Florida State was going to be really good next year. That's yeah. They had they turned that season around. They yeah. did. They did. I um, Norvell, man, I I thought he was a joke hire, but <laughs> hey, he's doing a good job. They're ready to fire him like week three. I know. They were. Remember all that shit, like in the locker rooms and stuff that was going on. It was bad. Mm-hmm. He weathered that. Uh, weathered all that adversity. And can we uh, also uh, say that I am might throw up at the when they do the human interest story on game day next year about Hugh Freeze at Auburn and when they're interviewing him about all the adversity that he went through uh if that I don't think, I really don't think they're going to do one oh uh, they I mean they did it for Cam Newton with him talking about how he's selling his uh, dead teammates uh or his his teammates dead girlfriend's laptop out of his trunk so and all that other shit I that, mean I guess I don't think that's as bad as Hugh Freeze but I mean we'll see <sighs> they 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 love to turn uh self-inflicted wounds into t- into calling it adversity yeah um whatever uh saturday moving on to that uh georgia tech at georgia georgia was favored by 35 and a half they won 37 14 no cover i was at this game it was uh surprisingly hot i got sunburnt um Dang. i thought i was actually gonna be uh cold because i was looking at the weather and you know, I brought like a, a hoodie and even a, like a light jacket. I, the ne- the jacket never went on and the hoodie, uh, you know, I was just in, in a T-shirt. And then I was like, I was still sweating. Um, I forgot how hot it gets in that stadium. Anyway, um, not much in this game. Other, I mean, uh, Georgia Tech had a good scripted first drive. They, they scored a touchdown and then they uh, scored at the end of the game once, um, you know, Georgia got their seniors uh that hadn't really ever played before some, uh, some minutes. And then, uh, George tech scored on a trick play at the end of the game. I had, uh, headed out of the stadium. I think it was like, I, th- I headed out like four minutes left so I could try to beat some of the crowds. Um, 
So I didn't even see it in person. Um, I don't know. Not, not much to say on this game. I, I do actually think Brent Key is not a terribly... Like, I don't think he's an awful hire for them. I think it's incredibly it unimaginative. Um, yeah. Uh, but I do think that the players seem to like him. And they do seem like they are... Like, they did as well as could be expected Saturday. And and I'm not trying to, like, damn them with faint praise. Like, like they're clearly well overmatched in that game. And... Look, they scored more on you than Oregon did, so, you know. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, that they at least had a good scripted first drive, like I said. And they came up with, they, you know, they, they had their trick play at the end or whatever. I mean, they, they, they didn't really do anything in between that, but they... That they looked like a at least a well coached team, even if the talent disparity was huge. Anyway, South Carolina at Clemson. I'm sure we, we want to talk a lot about this. Uh, Clemson was favored by 14 and a half. Um, South Carolina wins 31 to 30. Yeah, yeah. Were you at this uh, game? I did. I chose. Well, I was going to take my kid, but then he decided like the day before he'd rather go um, to his friend's house and hang out all day. So we didn't go. I didn't want to go anyway because I went. I drove down to Clemson the weekend before and um, I, I just, you know, I just wanted to make that because, you know, it's five hours round trip in a single day and I didn't want to do that two weekends in a row. So when he was like, ah, I don't feel like going anymore. I'm like, I was like, oh, thank God. So I sold my tickets and I stayed at home, which again, double thank God, because, you know, obviously it did, did not turn out well. Um, so, yeah, I did not go. Um, yeah, no, it did not go well. Um, it, yeah, no good, very bad day for uh, the offense. The defense is not good. The offense is so bad. You don't realize the defense is not good. I, the, the scheme is bad. The, um, you know, passing game is bad. There's like, it's just, uh, man, there's no playmakers on offense really, except for Shipley. Um, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Um somehow you guys made a uh, you know Spencer Rattler looked like a, a god for a second week in a row, I guess. Well, kind of. Well, kind of. Throw two picks. Going to trick some poor GM now. <laughs> no, <laughs> Spencer Rattler. I mean, he did fine, I think, but he he did throw two picks. So, I mean, it, it wasn't like this game against I think it was three touchdowns and two picks or something. I don't See, think it was as good as anywhere near as good as his uh Is he going to be the uh, Daniel Jones of this draft? I don't think he's going. I I think he's I think he's staying for another year. He thinks, or maybe transferring. We don't know. Maybe there was that thing today. There was a rumor from a a journalist. I uh, they they had a few thousand followers. I did look for the verified tag on Twitter, which we which we all know means a lot. Let's Mm -hmm. let's journalist is like let's 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 put let's put some scare quotes around journalist uh, for almost every sports person, writer, blogger, whatever. The that's fair. Um, entertainment writer is what we should call every single person who's like in uh, any type of media or sports thing. Sure, um, almost. There's a couple, but uh, Nick Saban just wants to let them all the, know that he really respects what they do. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched the a Saban press conference, but that that's pretty much how how he starts out. He's like, I really respect what what you guys do, but. <laughs> then he proceeds to tell them how they're all idiots and don't know what they're talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, I, we'll, we'll see about Spencer Rattler. He, he did end up he's with, not, uh, he's very good. He ended up and, with, and the worst, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, he ended up with 360 yards, two TDs, two interceptions, 25 of 39. Um, and G- Jesus Christ, uh, DJ ended up 8 of 29 for 99 yards, one TD and one interception. So there's that. Well, and before you go on, look at their rushing. Shipley had 15 carries for like 150 yards. I think he was averaging almost nine yards per carry. Would you like to know how many carries he got in the fourth quarter when they were down by a point? Ooh, this sounds familiar. Oh, he, uh, yeah. Go, go ahead. Okay. Two. He got two carries in the fourth quarter. I think he got one carry in the third quarter. Like the only part of your offense that's working and you just abandon it to watch DJ throw ducks for, you know, you know, 20 minutes. It's, uh, man. Hold on. When, when was that? In the third quarter? Fourth quarter was, was when he got two carries. Okay, uh, so what I'm seeing here is that actually I'm looking at the win probability for Clemson, and it was on their side of the the fence, so to speak, on ESPN's uh, game chart thing. And then sure. it, it starts to creep up to um, it's about even at the end of the third quarter. Then it kind of yeah. dips towards Clemson a little bit, and then around um, let's see here, I'm looking for the time. About nine or ten minutes left in the fourth. Then it switches over to uh, South Carolina's side, and then it just keeps growing until the end of the game. So what you're saying is that about the time when they quit running the ball, the win probability started to flip over to South Carolina. That's weird. Here's what I, I know. Here's, here's also what I know. South Carolina had, I think, they averaged 1.7 yards per carry. And if you know that they cannot run the ball, how do you still let them throw for 360 yards? Let, let me tell you about their leading rusher that I see on Ooh. here. Nine this carries for 29 yards. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Listen, if you don't like Dabo's offense, then you should just fire him like he told you. Can I, I have a quote. I'd like to read you guys a quote. Do you have time for me to read you a quote? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I would, I would love for you to read me a quote. Okay. Here's the quote, okay? Okay. In the business world, you look at the old bell curve of a business. You've got the birth, you've got the growth, you've got the plateau, you've got decline, and you've got death. Those great businesses out there, those great programs, they don't plateau. So how do you do that? You have to constantly reinvent, reinvest, reset, learn, grow. You change. You have to do that. You don't just change to change, but you have to always challenge yourself each and every year and make sure, okay, this may be how we've done it, but is it the, still the right way? At least ask those type of questions. I think every successful business, every consistent program, that's a mentality. You can't be satisfied because <laughs> just as soon as you think you've arrived and you're satisfied, then you plateau. And then the next thing you know, you're on that decline. Now you're not paying attention to the little things. You don't have the sense of urgency because you're fat and happy. And then it's death. The business is closed or whatever. Do you know who gave us this quote? <laughs> William Christopher Sweeney, circa 2015. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Isn't it? Isn't it interesting? Wait, okay. are you saying that Dabo is a hypocrite? Hold on a second. I'm saying Wait a the second same thing here. he said what would happen is what happened because he got fat and happy, hired his friends, didn't innovate, didn't change, and now this is where we're at. You mean the same man who said he'd quit coaching if players got paid? Well, we're still not really paying players. I don't think NIL is the same as them being on a salary, but whatever. Well, there's a lot of things that you can make fun of them for. I think that one's a, 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 I think it's a shitty thing to go after, but anyway. Um, I I don't know if we weren't at this place before. Are are we starting to, to reach the place where you, you think that, um, that Clemson should take Dabo up on, on his offer that they should just fire him. Okay. Another thing I'd like to bring up. <laughs> okay. 
We're not the SEC. Sorry, schools aren't making like a hundred million dollars a year. Um, yes. Dabo. Well, okay, so this isn't Dabo. The athletic director decided at the beginning of the season, after Dabo had probably his worst season in a decade, to give mm-hmm. him a 10-year contract extension. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a while before we can even afford to fire him. Okay. So you guys are in the A&M uh, thing without having SEC money that A&M has coming in. Or oil yeah, or money. Saudi oil money, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got nothing. There's nothing. There's no oil in South Carolina as far as I know. Well, uh, you got that New Spring oil that they use for, uh, I don't know. I don't think that's enough to buy out a coach, though, unfortunately. Um, maybe they pass that collection plate like a lot of times, raising that money. Listen, and anyway, it doesn't really matter. Clemson can't afford it, but I can afford to just not care anymore. That's okay. what I'm going to do. Okay. I was like, man, you know what? Maybe I can just become an honorary LSU fan. Because of Katie, and then I was like, ah, but they have Oof. Brian Kelly, so never mind. So it really became like a really tough uh, situation for me. This maybe might be a him. this might be a tough week for you to become a temporary LSU fan. Anyway, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, anything's possible, but after sure. last week, I don't know. Anything's I don't possible. Know, <laughs> uh, maybe not probable, but anything is possible in college football. I will. Anything's yeah, possible. I'll say that. Anything is possible. <laughs> anything is possible. All right. So uh, anyway, enough on that. Auburn at Alabama. Alabama was fair with 21 and a half. They won 49 to 27. Uh, last thing. Last interim uh, coaching game for uh, Cadillac Williams for now. Uh, by the way, he signed on is going to stay with Hugh Freeze with uh, Auburn as an associate head coach. Yeah, good for him. Hopefully he can take over when uh, uh, when Hugh Freeze gets fired for cause in a few years. Um, or without cause. Who knows? Um, yeah. Oregon Third by three and a half at Oregon State, and Oregon State won 38-34. Oh. I heard this one was real bad. I did not. Uh, I'm trying to think of what uh, I... I'm pretty sure Oregon was up by a lot very late, and then they somehow lost. Uh, I believe they were up yeah. 17 points. Hold on. Confirming. The only thing I watched the rest of the day was Notre Dame and USC. Uh, Oregon's, Oregon was up 31-10 to 10 with eight minutes to... No, with four minutes to go in the third quarter. Mm. Very close to twenty-eight to three. It sounds like. Mm. Not good. Pretty close. Not good for them. Um, bad loss. Bad loss for Oregon. Knocked them out of the. Yeah. Knocked them out of the championship. That's true. That is true. Um, Iowa State at TCU. TCU favored by ten and a half. Um, TCU won sixty-two. Yeah, sixty-two fourteen. That's a lot more than ten and a half. Um. Uh, we have a note on this game from one of our listeners. Yes. Uh, okay. They said, here's the notes for the TCU game. Iowa State's defense finally gave up on that trash-ass offense and decided not to play as well. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Pack it up, pack it in, I guess. I mean, it looks that way. I mean, TCU's not exactly an uh, offensive so, juggernaut, so 62 points does seem like a lot. Are we officially closing the door on Matt Campbell and his window to become a big-time head coach? Man, it, he, it, he really missed out, didn't he? I kind of feel like he closed it on himself. But yes, I I think he's probably he missed that uh, that opportunity. And uh, congrats to Iowa State. Nobody's gonna be uh, nobody's gonna be coming for him at this point. I, I guess. I 
our, our Iowa State fan said they can he can be our Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, he's okay with that. He's okay with that. So yeah, he's gonna keep on we'll keeping we'll his buddies on 20, stuff. We'll ask again in twenty years. If we're still okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, um, <laughs> I guess mediocre or average in CFB might be an improvement over where Iowa State has been prior to him uh, being there. It, it does seem miserable, but I, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I. I feel like the <laughs> my formative years were miserable enough. I can't imagine that continuing for my whole life. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, I appreciate where we're at right now. I'm very aware that like these are these are good heights to be at, and um, it helps that I was fucking miserable as a fan, and I thought that's how it was going to be forever. So when things started to improve and then keep on improving, you know, gradually, like this is. This is great, but if it was going to stay that way forever, man, that's some hardcore fans that stick with it. Um, anyway, LSU, favorite by nine and a half. <laughs> Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M, look at them. They scored 38 points uh, and beat them 38 to 23. Yeah, I, uh, look at that. There's a team in there look somewhere. Look at that. You, you don't, uh, look at that. Jimbo doesn't need to, need, doesn't need to change OCs. It's fine. Yeah. Look, I, for one, appreciate all these teams just tripping over their dicks the last two weeks <laughs> to kind of make clear some path in this college football playoff. Just, it was definitely this weekend, especially was Dick tri- tripping Saturday. It was really bad. It was Dick tripping Saturday. I wonder if we can make that the podcast title. We, I, I feel like <laughs> Apple might have an issue with that. Yeah, you might. Yeah, right, so we're talking about Andy Dick, and he went on a road trip. <laughs> we're talking about Andy Dick Van Dick Dyke tri- yeah. and Dick yeah. Van Dyke. Yeah. Well, good luck. Hello, Governor. Um, so anyway, I, I don't really know. Um, this game, I, I do, I, I did hear that, uh, Brian Kelly was actually accepting some, uh, responsibility for the loss instead of blaming his players like he is wont to do. Um, but he was accepting some of the responsibility for the loss. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, this goes one for them feels this like of all the losses this weekend, this one feels like the most bizarre. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, because like okay, South Carolina Clemson rivalry game, whatever. Oregon Oregon State rivalry game, whatever. Texas A and M has literally shown no signs of life since the Bama game, and and LSU has been on this like skyrocket basically since then. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And then just just fell all over themselves. Yeah, Dick trip and Saturday, I guess. Dick trip and Saturday. Yeah. Um. And actually, I, there's there's another there's another one later that may be uh, just as bad. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jaden Daniels did not have a uh, did not have a phenomenal game. Uh, Twenty one and thirty five for one hundred and eighty nine yards. Um, I'm pretty sure he was he's hurt at this time. Um, not exactly sure what his condition is going to be this weekend. I believe that they said it's not a high ankle sprain, but also he's been in a walking boot uh, thus far in the week. So I'm not sure how hurt he was in this game. I did not. Uh, watch it. He did run for 84 yards last weekend. Uh, so that was fun. I'm not exactly sure what uh, what happened to LSU because I'm not seeing like any interceptions. Um, I am seeing that there were a couple fumbles. Um, the A&M recovered both of them. Uh, so I'm assuming that, that that's probably the, the difference in the in the score there. Probably. Probably they were both recovered by the same guy on AM. That's interesting. Uh, Damani Richardson recovered both, so good for him. 
Um, I guess we'll see uh, how many of those A&M players are actually back next year after they got those big NIL deals this year. I did see that one of them actually retweeted a tweet from somebody that said that now that all those players got the bag, now they can transfer to the schools that they actually wanted to go to. So it's fantastic that one of those recruits retweeted that. Um, So we'll see. I mean, they've already lost a lot of players to transfer, so we'll see how many more they lose. Uh, Next game, Notre Dame at USC. USC was favored by five and a half. They won 38 to 27. USC cool. took care of business, I guess. Uh, Notre Dame, I think we um, probably put a little bit too much uh, dirt on them a little early. Um, I think we talked about it some last week or something, but they ended up, I feel like, having a fairly good season for uh, uh, Freeman's they, first year. They bounce, yeah, they bounce back. They can build. Yes, um, they're young. They're a pretty young team, so uh, you know, hopefully Freeman works out for them. I mean, first years are typically pretty bad for most. Uh, most head coaches. So um, you would expect a pretty decent bounce for next year. So with what they ended up doing this year, that's not, uh, not bad. Went eight and four in his first season. Probably better than most of our coaches did in their first season. I know it's better than Saban did and Kirby smart did. That's for sure. Um, Dabo, I'm assuming probably did worse his first year. Uh, his first full year. Yeah. I think he went to the ACC title game his first year. Did he? I didn't. So. I did remember that it took him. It seemed like it took him a while to get to the point where he had built that program up. Like they seemed I to be fairly patient. Thought he did, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, Tennessee. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. But it's fine. Tennessee favored by fourteen and a half. Look at, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Tennessee favored by fourteen and a half at Vandy. Uh, they they did it. Uh, Vandy could not win three in a row. Uh, Tennessee won fifty six nothing. Your game of the week: Michigan at Ohio State. Ohio State favored by eight and a half at home. Um, Michigan won forty five to twenty three. Andrew, do you have your uh, scribbled on napkins here? Okay, I got to <laughs> my status then. Here we go. Okay. Um. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. First of all, I was at this game. Uh, oh, perfect. Le- perfect. Le- better. <laughs> leaving this game incredibly disappointed. Uh, just incredibly, we're, incredibly disappointed. One of the most gut-wrenching losses that I've, I've uh, seen. Better or um, worse than the uh, Ohio State-Purdue uh, game uh, some years back when you were walking down I mean, the railroad is, tracks afterwards? This, this is worse on so many different levels. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Just oh. because of where it is in the season, who the team is, okay. what's on the line. Um, I will say, since that point, okay. I have rewatched the game twice now. Oh, God. And in Why would you do that? I needed therapy. I needed closure. I needed How's answers. That therapeutic? I needed answers. All right. Okay. And I will say, after watching... It was way worse and also way better than I thought uh, for Ohio State in that game. Okay. So uh, the, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the negatives first. We'll end on the high note. Okay. So negatives, uh, of course, is losing. Um, I, don't <laughs> okay. think, yeah. I don't think that, that that score is indicative of how that game went. Um, Michigan scored two late, like 80 yard touchdown runs when Ohio state was just selling out and right. It's, you know, one of those things where if they get past the first level, there's no one there, there's no help. 
And so I, the last 14 points were kind of just like these uh, high state desperation thing. So I don't, I don't think that that score is as bad as that loss looks or uh, that score doesn't indicate like how well I think a high state played for a lot of that game for, I would say the majority of that game. Um, okay. They gave up uh, five incredibly long touchdowns. Uh, like I said, two 70 plus yard touchdown runs. Uh, I believe three touchdown passes that were over 50 yards, which all of those things are very uncharacteristic of what Ohio State's done this year. Uh, so that's incredibly disappointing. Uh, the first half, I thought, you know, the offense played well, missed opportunities. Second half, uh, there was some of the worst play calling I think I've ever seen. Uh, and just bonehead plays by Ohio State, and specifically in the second half. There was a, a point when Ohio State was down, I want to say they were down, yeah, they were down four. And for, it was like, you know, where that midfield yard marker, because there was a bad punt or something. And there was a holding call. Also on that same call, one of our tight ends just decided to headbutt a Michigan guy and get a 15-yard penalty, uh, which took us to first and 35, which is a great position to be in. Uh, and then Galaxy Brain Ryan Day decided he was going to run a toss sweep on <laughs> first and 35 because you definitely run toss sweeps on first and 35 uh it got three yards because you know it's a bad play call Mm -hmm. uh so then we get up there and we get it to fourth and four stroud wants to go they get ready to they bring out the punt unit punt unit false starts okay now we're at fourth and nine then there's this really in there person it was a punt that almost got blocked it was a very bizarre punt it looked very weird Upon replay and upon a lot of people find this out, that was actually supposed to be a fake punt where it was supposed to go to the up back. But Ohio State had a new center or long snapper this week because the one got hurt last week. And he didn't realize that even with the penalty, they were still running the fake. And so no one's blocking on the punt for the punter. So he has the ball and just like kicks it. But if you look at that play, if that fake, if they get it to the up back, the left side of the field, there's really no one there. It might have went for a touchdown, which is so frustrating. That was... That was the the theme of, of the day. Of Ohio State had, early in that game, they had opportunities to go up 17-3, 21-3, 24-3, and they just were missing these. It was, you know, a missed, a drop pass in the end zone here, a drop pass on fourth and one by the tight end. Yeah. Uh, just these these small, there was there was like eight, nine plays in that game that just defined that whole game that, that did that. And on the long touchdown passes, the first one was, uh, the the cornerback slipped on the long, the first long touchdown and it just you know was wide open. The second one was a missed tackle. Uh, the third one was just a great throw and terrible coverage because for some reason Jim Knowles decided that he was going to run cover zero and blitz both safeties, uh, which is something they haven't done very often this year and they didn't need to do because it's not like JJ McCarthy was completing passes consistently. I mean he he had a lot of yards they had a lot of yards even but he was three for ten on his deep balls. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State held the run game in check until uh, those long runs. Like I said, they had 170 yards in the fourth quarter rushing, and you know most of those are from 160 on two plays. They shut. They were shutting down. They were controlling the line. It was such. It was such a different loss than last year. When last year they were getting out, they were outmanned. They were out physical in the in the trenches. This year it was completely different, and I'm I'm really I'm a little frustrated with. Uh, I'm I'm now kind of more frustrated with like the Ohio State fans that are calling for Day's head. Like I, Ryan Day is 31 and two in Big Ten play, and frankly, it's not good enough. It's that's 
a crazy thing to say that 31 and two is not good enough, but it's also not like we need to fire Ryan day right now. Man has lost five games in his entire career. So let's like pump the brakes on that. This and everyone was saying, well, Ohio state was still soft. They were still this, that team that played on Saturday was not soft. They were not getting outmanned in the trenches. They were holding their own. They were stopping the run. They were the offensive line played the best pass protection. I've seen them play all year. And it's just like, man, if one or two of those plays break the other way, this is a different game. Like if Ohio State goes up 21-3, 17-3, this game's a different way in the other in the other direction. Um so and, and, and I think that all of this is very good, and I think you're in rare form. Uh this is fantastic. Um uh, however, can I just say two things that uh just looking I have a question too when you're done. Okay. Um I will try to keep mine brief. Um, and I'm not trying to do like a gotcha thing. Um, I do see here that Ohio State scored three points in the second half. Uh, that Correct. doesn't that doesn't seem ideal. Uh, so that that's more of an observation, I guess. Um, which may be related uh, to the second point, which is that C.J. Stroud probably limited him, eliminated himself from Heisman contention when he threw two interceptions in the biggest game of the year. Um, well, so he threw yeah. those at the end when he was pressing. So I, I think he eliminated himself when they didn't win this game. Sure. CJ, the second half, the offense looked disjointed. The play calling was very bizarre. They stopped running the ball. High State was running the ball. They were slashing six, seven yards of carry. Stopped running the ball. Sure sounds uh, familiar. Yeah. I actually CJ, saw uh, that the stats of... Looked- Oh, go ahead. Looked, CJ looked uncomfortable, even though he had time. I, I, I think CJ, CJ lost us points in this game because of his refusal to run the ball. There was lanes wide open. He just refuses to run the ball no matter what. I saw some people uh, making comments that uh, Ohio State's offense in this game looked like they were like, okay, cool. We, we found a play that worked. All right, we're not going to do that one again then. Correct. Um, it was it was literally the opposite of the Jim Trestle approach. Jim Trestle would find a play. He'd be like, I'm, I'm just going to run this draw 10 times in a row until you fucking stop it. Yeah. And that was the Jim Trestle offense. And Ryan Day's like, well, they haven't stopped it two times in a row. Surely they'll stop it a third time. We got to call something else. Yeah. And it's such like a juxtaposition of just like, dude, that play's working. I think it's an, offensive, it it's an offensive coordinator that's like, oh, man, I, I got these. I got these plays that we practiced this week, was, and yeah, I, I want to like, know if all of the, if all of these plays work. Like it was very much bag of tricks. Yeah, it was like oh, the, uh, I, I know that this thing worked, but we we practiced this all week, and it also worked. So let's try that. And I think I think Marvin Harrison got like two or three targets the entire second half. I the the play I don't know what happened at halftime, but it was a, a bad time. Yeah, um, Tom. Tom, what was your question? My question is this: You're 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 very hard on the uh, Ohio State fans that uh, want Dave's head. Um, let me ask you: How many more losses in a row to Michigan before you're on their side? Uh, I think next year. I was going to say it sounds like one, maybe. So maybe one more. If next year you're like forty-two and three. He's if, forty-two and three. You're going to be like, okay, let's get rid of him. If we're going into a game versus Michigan again next year, and all we do is got to win to go to the Big Ten and go to the potentially CFP? Absolutely. Okay. I, I mean, that's, that's you can't close out the season. We can't, you know, that, that doesn't happen. You close it out. Listen, right. this, okay. this city, it, at, the city crosses out the M's everywhere yeah, for I this thought, dumb game, right? I thought, you, and were you crossing out M's to help out, Andy? Only, only at Andrew's place. Yeah, I just <laughs> crossed them out when I, yeah. uh listen high state coaches are brought in to win three games a year they're brought in to win your big uh road game in the big 10 
So whether that's Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa, yeah. you know, they're bring they're brought in to beat Michigan and they're mm-hmm. brought in to win the Big Ten title. I was gonna say I was I was hoping that those, the third one was beating Ohio University if you guys played, yeah. but no. Okay. And those are the three games that you're brought in to win. Okay. And right now, the last two seasons, Ryan Day is fifty percent on those, which isn't good enough. Now it's not like I'm not ready to call for everyone's head. He made they made extreme changes last year. I'm hopeful that USC loses this weekend. We can get a rematch with Michigan because I feel confident about that game. Uh, I don't, you know, those explosive plays are very fluky. Uh, and if they would happen again, maybe they would, but statistics would tell us probably not. Do you need? Do you think that if TCU loses, they don't they don't drop out? I don't, I don't think know. either of them losing would be good enough for you, but no, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I think it depends. How, if TCU loses the close one, I still think they're in. But I, but I feel like the committee's disrespected TCU all season, and I feel like they've deserved more respect than they're getting. <laughs> okay. But that's what I don't know. Disappointing. Um, that stadium was very somber afterwards. Uh, yeah. And everyone's very salty about Michigan planting their flag in the middle of Ohio State after the game. But you know what? Frankly, they deserve it. They went out there, they kicked their ass, they deserve it. So guess what? Ohio State next year, when you go up to Ann Arbor, you can do the same thing when you win. That's right. Shut and up it, and shut up and perform if it, you win. It'll probably plant uh, a little bit better because don't do they have real grass or turf there as well? Uh, I do not know actually. You guys have turf in your stadium? Yeah. Ohio oh, State wow. does. Yeah. Right. Last time they had real grass was in 2006. The High State Michigan game was the last game played on real grass. Yeah. The one versus two. Huh. I don't really like outside stadiums without uh, real grass. I get it for yeah. a dome, but it is uh, what it is. There's like a problem with when they renovated the stadium, the water table's all fucked up, so the field gets too, like, they can't put real grass in it anymore because it's too wet. Hmm. At least that's wow. what they say. I'm surprised they couldn't figure out some kind of a solution. Anyway, yeah, I mean, they, they could. They're just they're just fucking lazy. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, all right. So next game, lost my place there for a minute. Okay. Yeah, your turn of the week. We had uh, this was on Friday night. Nebraska, Iowa, very turdy. Iowa favored by ten and a half, and Nebraska won uh, twenty-four to seventeen. Okay. The thing, key thing about this game, everyone needs to remember, is Iowa just had to beat Nebraska to go to the Big Ten Championship game. <laughs> yep. That was it. That's it. Got to do. And, and then so they did winning your end. And then they didn't. So Purdue got home. the honors. Uh, yes. So fucking head coachless Nebraska team who uh, had won three games. They had beaten North Dakota, Indiana, and Rutgers up until this point. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, all you gotta do is win. Uh, I did see that uh, Iowa's starting quarterback. I th- well, yeah, I think he started. He started that game. Padilla, no, did I don't know if he did yeah. or does or Petraea start? Alex Padilla. Anyways, Padilla. He is transferring. Um, so I after that game, who, I don't know who would want him. So he's got that Iowa stank on him. I, I don't. I do see that both quarterbacks played. I'm not sure who started. Uh, Spencer Petrus went one for six for nine yards. Um, with that oh, point, looks like, it looks like Petrus started. <laughs> Hold on, just a second here. His QBR, Spencer Petrus, was point five. Um, oh yeah, he's bad. Um, Alex Padilla, sixteen of thirty-three for 141 yards. His QBR was eleven. Um, yeah, it's bad uh, when Spen- Nebraska's quarterback goes for a 95.5 QBR. Here is, here is Spencer Petraeus' season stats. He okay. was 55% completion, okay. 
1,700 yards, five touchdowns, five interceptions. Oh, God. Uh, which is a 31.4 QB rating. He's the the one that everybody always thought that uh, that Jake Fromm was, where it, like it was like four yards every time. But like Spencer Petrus is actually like four yards for every pass, because um, that's all their offense is. They got they they got to fire Brian Ferentz, right? They have to. Do they actually? Have to? Actually, you know what? They Alex, won though. Alex Padilla they won games. Four point three yards. So they won. They won some games. They're like, ah, keep him. I really wasn't memeing there. Alex Padilla went uh, 4.3 yards per pass. Uh, Petrus went one for one and a half yards, technically, uh, is how that worked out. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't think they're going to fire him. I think they're fine with him. Uh, uh, Petraeus' uh, QBR, here's some of his QBRs this season. 0. Okay. 0.5, 4. 0.5, 17, and 1. Uh, yeah, things are fine. Things are fine there. <laughs> Uh, your Pac-12 after dark game was the uh, Apple Cup. Uh, Washington favored by two and a half at Wazoo, and Washington won fifty-one to thirty-three. There you go. Also, yes, there you go. It's uh, Spencer Petrus, not Petraeus. Andrew, I don't care. Idiot. More Get like together, poop, more more like poop, Tris. This is your conference. You should know this stuff. That he throws true. the ball. He he completes a pass like every seventeen times. Why would I know his name? And when he does complete the pass, it's only a few yards. Um, all right. This is last week of games until we get to bowls. So. Light him up. Light him up. Light <laughs> Friday. Uh, Pac-12 championship game. USC fair by two and a half versus Utah. And this is at eight on Fox. Andrew's going to be watching. And a I'll rare occasion. It. This is actually the best championship game <laughs> for the first time ever. The Pac-12 championship game is the best championship game. Um, and actually, uh, you could argue that the Big 12 one could be. Actually, this is uh, we're doing this a little bit out of order. But I'm covering this now because it's on Friday. That's how we usually do this. This is your game of the week. Um, so looking so. at this. Uh, should be pretty tight, as you can see. Uh, Vegas is thinking it's going to two and a half for TCU. And this, uh, I went through slightly, a slight bit more effort this week and put in some game previews. Uh, this is uh, Stats of War, dude. Uh, he has them, he has uh, USC by about two and a half points as well. Uh, projected 32.63 and Utah 30.04. So, um, as you can, uh, if you care to look at his thing, you can see essentially USC has a, uh, has a lot of red on their defensive side. Uh, pretty much dog shit on defense. Um, Utah. Wow, looking Rally team bad on defense. Like, yeah, it's a knew? shocker. Shocker. Um, With, uh, oh, who's their defense coordinator? He's at Ohio State. Uh, the Grinch. I like Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, that guy's so fucking overrated. Defense? So he's overrated. ruined every defense. Their offense is second, though. That's really good. Well, a lot of people I've thought. Watched them. I have not watched them at all this year, so I have no oh. idea. Caleb Williams has been going off this year. He's going to win the Heisman. He probably uh, is. Well, I mean, He's there's good. no one else to fight him for it, honestly. Uh, he this game will prov- provided that they win. Yes, I think he wins the Heisman. Um, if they somehow get embarrassed by Utah, which I guess we can uh, talk about this later. Uh, I'm assuming, yeah, it's probably the pick'em, so we can talk about this one a little bit more later. But uh, I think Answer. if he if he puts up another good uh, another good game. I think the Heisman's has to lose at this point. 
Anything else on the game of the week before we move on? I I don't watch the Pac-12. I have nothing to contribute to this. Should be a good game. Classic uh, offense versus defense matchup. Yeah, I was going to say it's Friday night by itself. That's nice. It's a tale of two, uh, tale of two types of team. Also, I think there's more than more than this uh, Friday night, but this was the only thing that was really uh, compelling, if you will. Uh, Friday night, there are other things. There's a CUSA uh, championship game, North Texas and UTSA at eight on CBSSN. If you feel like watching that, we are not degenerates, Andy. I say it if you feel it. (laughs) We're also not saying CUSA. Stop saying CUSA. All right, CUSA. (laughs) No, we are saying Conference USA. We are not saying CUSA. You say the match. I say CUSA gives me like the heebie-jeebies. Should we say CUSA? Shouldn't be like a a hard C sound. It should be like a softer CUSA. Just move, move on. Okay, Saturday, Big 12 championship game. We had Kansas State at, uh, or sorry, Kansas State versus TCU. TCU favored by two and a half. This is at noon on ABC. And um, this is projected to be another uh, tight game, of course, by Vegas, two and a half. Uh, Stats War also has it as like a, a one point, three point game uh, for TCU there. Um, you think the win by 1.3 points? Uh, probably not 1.3, no. Okay. That'd be pretty amazing. I think it's probably going to be a, a pretty close game as well. I I, I agree with TCU. Uh, or sorry, I agree with Stats War Dude and with Vegas. Sure, we'll talk about that one more later too. Um, I think this one's your best shot, Andrew. To get a loss? Yeah. I don't know if it helps us. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a weird thing about a team like TCU who has zero losses going into a championship game and then losing that game and then they get knocked down because of it. And then like a team like Ohio state would get past, would get a pass them because they were just idle and didn't even get to play an extra game or have to play an extra game. Now, would I take it? Absolutely. <laughs> no, I don't believe it. Honestly. Uh, you know, Ohio state fucked over TCU in 2014 by taking the spot because they didn't play in the big 12 championship game because the big 12 didn't have one. I think USC and TCU. No, there was a year. It was either twenty. I think it was twenty sixteen. Maybe you guys hopped someone after you didn't play in your conference championship game because I remember that was that was twenty sixteen. Yeah, but the twenty fourteen was Ohio State when they destroyed Wisconsin and TCU is undefeated. Yeah, and Ohio State jumped TCU because the Big Twelve refused to have a championship game. Hmm. Refused. I I think that USC or TCU could be beaten this weekend. But like I said, we'll I talk about that more. Great, in our pick and great, great analysis, Andy. Uh-huh. I also You're believe either of those teams could lose this weekend. <laughs> I mean, I will not be surprised if both of them, in fact, lose. Back uh, championship game, we got Ohio versus Toledo. Toledo favored by two and a half at twelve on ESPN. And then your Sunbelt championship game, you got Coastal Carolina versus Troy. Troy favored by 10.5 at 3.30 on ESPN. And your AAC championship game, you got Tulane uh, favored by 3.5 versus UCF. And that's at 4 on ABC. Liffritz. Yep. Uh, decided to stay at Tulane, apparently. Uh, Mountain West. Uh, championship game, you got Boise State. Uh, did not put the number in here, apparently. Um, and that's uh, Fresno State. You don't happen to have the uh, 
the uh, picks up to you, Andrew. It's okay, no one cares. It's, I mean, Boise's always pretty good. Uh, Are they? Three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. Uh, Boise and uh, lost my place. SEC championship game, Georgia, fair by 17 and a half versus LSU at four on CBS. Um, Stats War Dude has it at about, if I do the math right, about 15 and a a little over 15 and a half points. So not quite covering, but uh, I would say winning fairly comfortably. The 14 and a half. 14 and a half. You're correct. Um, wait, what is your line there? 18 and a half you, you have in your pickums. Anyway. Um, That's what the line is. Okay. Well, maybe it moved uh, from yesterday to today. It must have some big money people must have started putting money. Uh, George's way to move it that uh that quick of a time. Anyway, I'm not sure what else to, to say on this game. Um, I'm not sure if Jaden Daniels is actually going to play. Um, it does sound like he's been in a walking boot, so I'm not sure how um, how healthy he's going to be. He does seem to be a pretty dynamic uh, quarterback as far as running the ball goes. He's got a, a lot of rushing yards on the year. Um, seems to be pretty pretty good uh, passing as well. I just I I don't know that they have enough uh, tools. It would probably take some chaos, but who knows? They do have that Harold Perkins kid who's seemed to come out of nowhere as the season's gone on. It I think he's defensive end uh, is really good. Um, believe a true freshman, and he's only going to get better. And then they have B.J. Ojolari. His uh, brother um, Aziz Ojolari played. Free EGA, uh, really good player. Um, LSU always has players, so I don't think that that is the issue. Um, who knows? We will talk about this one more in uh, Pickums later as well, I'm sure. And uh, Clemson in the ACC championship game. Clemson favored by 7.5 versus UNC. This is at 8 on ABC. Oh, man, do not watch this game. <laughs> I don't know what else is on at the time, but do not watch this game. I'm not going to watch this game, so do not watch this game. Stats of War has Clemson by about uh, three points-ish. They um, also say Clemson has an 11th best defense? Uh, I don't know about all that. By EPA, yeah. I don't know about that. Expected points added. Do not watch this game. Um, It's going to be interesting. later. And you know what? Maybe if you have like no like uh, skin in this game, you might enjoy I'll watch it. it. I don't, yeah, I think it'll you be know, fun. You're gonna have <clears throat> uh, a movable object versus a stoppable force, so I don't know. I will second screen this one. I'll have the other one on there just in case Purdue happens to get uh, lucky. Uh, yeah, it's definitely gonna be uh, UNC is gonna make DJ look like a god this week. Um, Here's how you know that Clemson has learned nothing. If they do anything but run the ball this week, then you learn. You know they learn, they've learned nothing. They, why would they? Why would they do anything besides run the ball? That's fair. Although, um, if we look at this uh, yeah. defensive success rate for UNC uh, uh, for pass is one hundred and sixth in the country. Sure. And 111th in the country for rush. So honestly, it looks like you could do whatever you wanted to. And right, but only one successful. of those things we're good at. So why would you do the other thing? Oh, well, I think I, I've, I've, uh, okay. So partway through the season, I was like, you know what? Got to give DJ some credit. He looks like he's he's improved, and I'm gonna have to revise that. 
Notre uh, Dame broke him. I, he's <laughs> he, well, honestly, even before that, I think he looked bad against uh, Syracuse. I don't know what happened, but like you know, somewhere during the season, he just lost his mojo, and he's just well, been terrible ever since. I, I do think, and I'm not completely revising it because DJ is improved from last year when he was bad against bad teams. This year, he is good against bad teams and eh. still bad events against good teams. So eh. he's not been great against bad bad teams. I mean, early on he was. I didn't do well against Syracuse. I'm trying to remember. I do think I his like confidence got shaken in that Notre Dame game. I do agree with you there. I I don't think he looked great against Miami, even though we, we still crushed them. I, I don't know. I, I don't think he's... I, I, for whatever reason, he's he just lost it some somewhere during the season. Do you think he or uh, Cade transfers? I think I think um, I think DJ transfers. I think they'd probably be better off if he did, honestly, and he might be better off too. Uh, a new place I mean, might. He's might cl- clearly not getting um, any type of. Uh, he's not learning anything from his quarterback coach. No, uh, so. Maybe he he should find someone that can actually teach him. Quick question: Anybody familiar with uh, what what year is uh, Caleb Williams at USC? Junior, I want to say. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I thought he was a sophomore. Maybe he's a sophomore. I don't know. Sophomore. Yeah. He's definitely sophomore. not a freshman. That's okay, never mind. I was gonna say, is he a candidate? Is DJ a candidate for the uh, for the Lincoln Riley uh, car wash uh, situation? I don't think Lincoln Riley wants any part of that. Honestly. I mean, like San Jose State or something. He can't. He can't do a. uh, He can't have a defense on his team to save a life. But he can develop quarterbacks. He can't really uh, argue with that. I Um, mean, that's true. Look what he did with Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Yeah, anything's possible. That's what I was saying. I don't know if we could put him through the car wash, but it looks like Williams will be there for another year. Um. Anyway, maybe he'll go with uh, Venables out of Oklahoma or something. Uh, I'm sure Venables does not want him there. (laughs) <laughs> all right that's it for that's the uh for him. he's a good kid he's just not oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally. i think he's just a head case on the field i, I just uh, i think I he know. got yeah he got shook uh he got shook um last year and i don't think it ever really changed he, he started to look better this year i guess i think he got shook again anyway andrew take us to uh pickums oh all right last Sorry. week yep baylor texas texas was an eight and a half point favorite tom said they wouldn't cover i was wrong Whoops. Next up, we have Oregon, Oregon State. Everyone <laughs> picked Oregon to win. That was everyone was wrong. I'm Should pretty sure we actually said then congrats to uh, Oregon State <laughs> on the win, and we were correct. Uh, up next, we had Notre Dame, USC. I thought Notre Dame would win. They did not. Uh, we had South Carolina, Clemson. Clemson was a 14.5 point favorite. Tom's voodoo said they would not, and that was right. Wins a win. Uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Georgia was a 36.5 point favorite. Only Vegas said they would cover. They did not. And finally, Michigan, Ohio State. Ohio State was seven and a half point favorite. Everyone said they would cover, and uh, unfortunately, they didn't. And also, my Lockhart Cole pick was wrong. Uh, not everyone had fun. Most importantly, <laughs> not me. <laughs> um, I was actually looking back real quick to see if there were any games that we all unanimous, unanimously picked that actually went that way. And LSU, uh, a couple weeks ago, we all picked them against Arkansas, and LSU won that game. That was a close game, though. Yeah, um, Utah, UCLA, we we missed on that one. Okay, Minnesota versus uh, Michigan State, we got that one earlier in the use, uh, early in the year. Everybody went we for two. that. We two, we got two of them. Yeah, Three Tennessee, them. Tennessee, oh, uh, USC. Had two of them, yeah. Tennessee, uh, right. Pitt, and USC, Stanford. Yes. 
that brings us this week. Yeah. First up, Pac-12 championship game. Utah at USC. USC is a two and a half point favorite. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. How did everybody oh, do oh, last week? Oh, sorry, sorry. Right, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Andy went three and three. Me okay. and Vegas went two and four. Okay. Bring in your current season standings going into the final week of pickums. Uh-huh. Two in last place with no hope of catching up to get out of last place. Vandy at 27 and 51. Oh, boy. <laughs> so if I got 6 and 0, oh, I would be 33 and 51. Uh, <laughs> Tom in third place with no hope of getting out of third place at Correct. 34 and 44. Me in second place with hope of getting out of second place. 42 and 36. In Vegas, one win ahead at 43 and 35. That's why Vegas is Vegas. Oh, boy. All right, so this week, Pac-12 Championship game, Utah-USC. USC is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Tom, who wins? Uh, I think it's USC. I don't know. I don't... I don't I don't know. I think Caleb, Caleb Williams cements his uh, Heisman run. I am going to disagree with you because uh, when in doubt, I'm going to go with the probably tired but hopefully true adage of defense travels. And Utah has a much better defense. Okay. I think USC uh, plays themselves out of the playoffs this week. So as I get to this question, I could use my powers for good. And by good, I mean help Ohio State win this scenario. Sure. Uh, By doing a very specific thing. Uh-huh. Where you were to take something and put it in a freezer and clamp it down. Okay. And you know what I'm saying. Yes. Uh yeah. but I don't think that happens. And I think USC uh actually wins this game. But okay. not a lock hard goal pick. Just a regular pick. Did these teams play in the regular season? They did. Utah won by one point. Okay. Where was it? Uh I want to say it was at Utah. Okay. I don't remember though for sure. Yeah, it was at USC. Wait. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. no. Uh, uh, I'm looking at. I still don't uh-huh. know. Continue. Huh? Well, now we got to figure it out. Hold on. Right here. 43 42 at Utah. Okay, I did see the final score, but I was looking for where it was on the ESPN game rundown thing. Uh, oh yeah, this is where Utah went for a two-point conversion to win the game at the end. Oof. With forty with forty-five seconds left. Yeah, mm. that was a fun game. All right. After that, we have Kansas State TCU. Uh, TCU is a two and a half point favorite. Oh, oh, on last one, Vegas said USC, and on this one, Vegas say TCU because they're the favorite. Um, I also think that this one goes chalk, and I think TCU is going to win this game as well. And I think. I don't know. I think if TCU matches up against Michigan, they have a better shot than versus Georgia. So uh, I think TCU could could win a game in the playoff here. Oh, oh, um, yeah, getting getting ahead of your picks a little bit there. Um, uh, man, TC. Okay, let me preface this by saying I at some point this year I kept on thinking that TCU's been fucking around so much. That, uh, you know, sooner or later they're, they're going to lose. And uh, and then at some point they just didn't. I, I, I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. They've Until they lose a game, I'm going to bet that they're going to win close. And so I'm still going to go with TCU here. Uh, 
I'm taking Kansas State. I still think TCU is fraudulent. And at some point, you just you just got to believe that they're just going to keep getting it done. That's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm at. I I think that they're still fraudulent, but they're still somehow getting it done. I I don't I don't know if that means that they're not or what. But did they play uh, each other? I guess Big Twelve. No, they don't. Did did they have they played each other this year? Well, if they did, I assume TCU won. Right, but um, that's why I'm asking if they played each other. Uh, They did. Here it is. Uh, TCU won by ten points at TCU. Hard to beat a team twice. Sticking with it. Okay. Up next, we have the SEC Championship game, which is maybe one of the worst SEC Championship games in recent memory. Well, uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot, a lot of the air was sucked out of it when LSU lost to Aggie last week. I was going to say, the West is not great this year, though I would argue that the East is also not great this year. It's better than the West. Uh, uh, is it? Well, Tennessee's, uh, Tennessee's bad, or Tennessee's better than uh lsu better than lsu and i mean and better than bama better than bama true. clearly well, all right all right all lsu right. georgia sec championship game georgia's an 18 and a half point favorite tom do they cover mm, they win by 17 so no yeah, even if I was not uh, trying to go against the anti-jinx thing, it's it's too many points in a, a game like this. I'm, I'm going to say no. Uh, I will also say no. If you gave me like 14 and a half points, I would think about it a little more. Yeah, 17, 18 and a half is a lot of points. 18 and a half is a lot of points. It's a lot of points uh, in a championship game. Uh, I yeah. think I think this will be I think this will be a game for a while. And I think Georgia pulls away at the end to win by you know a couple scores. Uh, and Vegas will say they'll cover. All right, up next we have your do 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 ACC championship game. Uh, Clemson at you, well not at UNC. Clemson UNC. Uh, Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite. I guess we'll pick against the spread. Vegas says they'll cover. Uh, I'm going to say no, and your Lockhart Cold pick is UNC wins that game. Easy peasy. Oh. Um. So, Tom, congrats on the win. Uh, I don't know. With him, <laughs> with him, Lockhart Cole picking. I don't know Lockhart Cole pick is stronger than DJ being bad and uh, <clears throat> and Dabo and Grisham not being able to call an offensive game. So, I don't know. Uh, Andrew, uh, with one week to go, can right you give here. us an update on where you stand with the Lockhart Cole picks, please? Uh, you got one. one. Five, two. two. One and six, one and seven. Two, you got two. Oh, Does okay. He? Or was that one of mine? I do have two. Okay. Why is it thing? Okay, I'm two and six. Where are you? Where's the second one? Oh, I thought the gold go dog second. That one. was me. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm one and I'm one and seven. <laughs> okay, that's why I said congrats on the win for Clemson. Um, I'm I I don't think that Clemson is particularly great, but I I think that they're gonna make uh, DJ look like a god, like I alluded to already, and I don't think that they can stop Shipley. Uh, I don't think UNC can stop a nosebleed, so uh, give me uh, Clemson, I guess. Yes. Listen, here's here's what we got: is Andy is the worst picker by far this season, and I'm the worst log hard cold picker. Something's got to give. <laughs> Something's got to give here. <laughs> I want to just state for the record because I believe there's a lot of injuries there that I'm pretty confident that the Sweeney, at least one of the Sweeney brothers, is on the two deep for wide receiver this week. So, just letting you know, 
Sweeney uh-huh. brothers, as in Dabo's uh, uh, son. Yes, one of the one of his sons is on the two deep. For what I'd have to look at the depth chart, but I'm pretty sure. I assumed he uh, didn't have a brother that was young enough to to be on the, on well, his has, team that was two, coaching. He has two sons on the team. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Um. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Friday night after UNC lost, I like I texted my friend. And I was like, Hey, I think we can get some pretty cheap tickets to the ACC championship game. Uh, if you want to go to uh, to my friend of mine. And and then like I think it was like halftime at the South Carolina game, and I was like, never mind, man, I don't want to go anymore. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> obviously I'm not going to be watching it, um, but I do think UNC will win. Wait, so you're just not going to watch it at all? Nope. Okay. Uh, I want no you part really, of the team. You really no have trans- transcended the, the emotional plane. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't. I don't want to. You know, if if you know Dabo starts, you know, changing things up and. <clears throat> getting outside coordinators and and maybe using the portal and and stuff like that. I might I might change my mind, but I you know I don't want to I don't want to watch this ship sink. So, well, if you don't want to see score updates uh, that are directed at you, you might want to mute me on Saturday. I think I'm gonna like. Discord. I think I think this week it comes out anyway, but I think Bullet Train is gonna be on Netflix this week, so I think I'm gonna watch it. Saturday it's good. Instead. Have you have yeah. you seen it yet? No, I was gonna watch it in theaters, but then I just never got around to it. But, but then I saw it was gonna be on Netflix soon. I was like, oh, right. I'll just watch that. Uh, Saturday night. I saw it and hit the uh, Callisto protocol on Friday. Uh, Bullet Train. Yeah, you've got a war. Bullet Train is highly, highly enjoyable. Uh, you'll have to let me know Good. what you think of it. Yeah, I will. Uh, it, I I had a, a shit ton of fun with that movie. All right, save it for your movie podcast. Continue. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. coming soon. Uh, up next, we have the Big Ten championship game: Purdue, Michigan. Michigan is sixteen and a half point favorite. Tom, Michigan cover. Michigan. <sighs> 16 and a half is a lot of points. But also, I don't think Purdue is very good. I mean, I guess they won the West, so I don't know. Have these teams played each other? I'm always going to ask for every one of them. Is the answer no? I believe they have not. <sighs> mm-hmm. 16 and a half. I say Michigan wins by 14, so I say no. Too many points for me. I also say no. Uh, I think they cover it by the, the chin of, on their hairs and their chin, like by 17 points. Yes, they okay. cover. Right. Vegas also says they cover. Okay. Right. And finally, your MAC championship game, Toledo, oh Ohio. Ohio Jeez, is a one and a half point game. favorite. Who wins the game? Uh, I'm saying Toledo only because Ohio State played them and beat them. Uh, I I know nothing about the strengths of either of these teams. I'm assuming that at the MAC level they're good since they're both here. Um, uh, Toledo's quarterback is Justin Blackman. Okay, well that's a name I I remember um, from the Florida State days. Yes, and when he was getting almost broken in half uh, yep. repeatedly because they couldn't protect him. Does he still look like a like a beanpole? Yes. Okay. Um, given that I've heard of him, I'm assuming I've not heard of the quarterback on Ohio University Bobcats. I'm going to go with uh, Toledo just for that fact. Wait, I made that up. Okay, you made cool. it up. Maybe it was Arkansas State. God. Didn't you guys play this team? Yeah, we Hello? all split Arkansas State. Oh, it was Arkansas State and it was James Blackman. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, hold on. Toledo has Daquan Finn. It doesn't help. Who's that? He he had he ran pretty good versus High State as a mobile quarterback. Okay. 
Hmm. Ohio. Okay. Toledo is the top part of the state, and Ohio is in the southeastern part of the state. Okay. Does that, does that help you pick? Um, well, I know where they're located at, roughly. Um, I, I don't know. A- any, mini money, mo. I guess. I, I, I'm just going to... I'll go with Toledo, sure. Um, uh, I'm going to go with the true University of Ohio. The... Toledo? Ohio Bobcats. University. <laughs> Bobcats. Bobcats. Vegas will also take Ohio. 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 Head on down to Athens. Go to the Paul Paul Fest. Climb the mountains down there. Have a good time. Okay. Right. We'll do that. Um, what questions do we have now that we're done with Pickums? A couple questions here. Uh, well, we kind of already know what's going to happen, but uh, a Texas fan asks, I'll start with an obvious one. If an upset happens in championship game, should Alabama or Ohio State slide into the playoffs? Uh, we already know that Ohio State is currently ranked ahead. seated seated higher. Okay. Uh, but the, the did you see though the leader of the college football committee today? Because they'd asked him, were like Reese Davis said, "Is Ohio State and Alabama locked in?" And he said, "Yes." And then he came out afterwards and was like, "Well, they could actually still move." And you're like, "But how?" <laughs> how, how, like, sure, they could both move up, but they couldn't switch spots. There's, there's like no way. Um, even before those rankings came out, I still think Ohio State has a better resume than Alabama's. Uh, yeah, less losses. They have better wins. Yeah, but uh, you don't think, have. Uh, do you have better losses? I, I guess you do. We do. We have the best loss. Some would say. Okay. That is true. You're, you you lost to the number two team in the country. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Uh, that's the only question. Your logic is unassailable, which is something I'm, I think uh, Ohio State would uh, would 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 get in first. Also, I also think Ohio State's better than Alabama this year. That's just me. Well, I also agree with that too. I also agree with that. I hate agreeing with Andrew on anything, so this hurts me a lot Same. to to do that. To be honest, that's your questions. There's just one. I thought that there was more. How is it? Um, I see another one in there. Are we just not going to read that? No. Okay. All right. So that's that's all the questions that we have for this week. Um, if you would like to be invited to the Discord server so you could uh, send in your questions that way, um, or you can just email them to us this way. Uh, anyway, if you want to invite, send it to uh, send us an email to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. Send us your questions there. Uh, I'm refreshing to see. Oh, shit. Hold on. I just refreshed uh, my email. Uh-oh. I thought Uh-oh. that we didn't. Oh, my God. Oh, this is this one's getting scandalous this week. Um, all right, we have uh, we have an update. I am glad I uh, swiped down and uh, and checked Ooh, again. So I didn't see it. Swipe right, you mean? Uh, no left? down. Swipe right. Which way do we swipe? I don't uh, know. I'm, I don't know. I, haven't, I didn't have to play that game. I think the good way is right because I've helped people do this at the bar. It's kind of a fun game if you get hold of their phone and just swipe for them for a while. It's kind of fun. These are people's lives, Andy, not games. Eh, not really. But uh, sure. So anyway, mm. email from Katie. Okay. It starts out with Hi, a Katie. shrug emoji. And it says, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, taters. 
Um, it says, I'm glad. Later, taters. <laughs> I know. She hate taters. <laughs> hate taters. I don't know if you guys, this, she has all these, she always says these, like, these, like, really corny uh, phrases. Like, I, I don't know if she's ever said it in, in, in an email, but she, she sometimes says, like, yikes on bikes, which I always find hilarious. Does she say cool beans? Did we ask that yet? Uh, I say cool beans, though. Oh, I think. Okay. Well, you would. All right. Anyway. I would. Hey, y'all. I'm glad I'm my own person in the podcast. Makes me feel good. I also wish Tom would have seen that question about the coaches and pies beforehand because it seemed fun. She she messages me yesterday. She's like, I want to do coach pies. And I was like, what? What is coach, coach pies? pies? I was like, is this a typo? What are you talking about? Ooh, Katie. Is there going to be something else? Is there going to be a different oh. type of pie? Oh, I don't, coach I don't know pies. what she meant. And I, was like, like, I was like, what in the world is she talking about? And she's like, no, on the podcast, you do the coach pies. So anyway, if you ever want to know how far back Katie is on like podcasts, she's at coach pies right now. That was last week. We did it no, last week. It? I don't it? think it was. Coach. No, it was weeks ago. I think it was last week. I think it was last week. I think she's current. Uh, Katie, if you want to send in your, um, or if anybody else wants to send in your, um, your pies, uh, let's do it this way. Look at the photos. Send us your pies. Um, Let me give you my PO box. Uh, No, look at the photos of the uh, big 10 coaches. Don't, don't just look at where they, where they come from and things like that. I think the significant other, listen, the assignment was not uh, correctly explained. I'll, I'll fall on that sword. I sword. I I guess I was just kind of like, Hey, do this thing. And uh, so, yeah, Yeah, it was very last second. It was very last second. And so I, I got out of it, the effort that I, uh, I probably put into explaining it. Uh, so yeah, j- just look at their photos and uh, come up with the the pies based on them, and uh, yeah, you can send us yours. All right, coaches and I really pies. I think it was last week, man. She wants a coach pie, Tom. She wants a coach pie. That's right. <laughs> I finished listening to it too late to be able to think about all of the coaches, but I do have one. I would have to say, I would have to say PJ Fleck is apple pie because apple pie is tasty and he looks kind of tasty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this means? She means she looked them up. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. She said, I didn't, give her the, I didn't give her the pictures. She said in uh, in parentheses, don't tell Tom. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you guys are right. It was last week. It was the 22nd. All right. And here's where it gets scandalous. Also, oh. ca- also can't wait to make my way around the podcast circle. Three eggplant <laughs> emojis. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Katie, I don't know how to respond to this. But um, you left him speechless. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. So send us the the rest of your uh, of your coach pie um, pairings, if you will, um, and we'll read that next week. I assume we'll do a. We should be able to do a an episode next week. Um, <laughs> I just saw a comment from uh, <laughs> from our. I was thinking. Yeah, I'm but not I gonna... was thinking more liberty. What's that? He was saying he, so the the comment you're talking about, but I was thinking of a different uh, couple. Oh, oh yes, okay. Um, yeah, the the Liberty couple, the the head couple, Falwells. the Fallwells. Fallwell, uh, Fallwell uh, Junior. All yes. ends well that falls well. Hey, that uh, documentary on Hulu is pretty good. FYI, um, yes. So send us your uh, coach pie. She got uh, the idea from. 
uh, th- this goes for Katie and all of the listeners. Send us your uh, Coach Pie pairings to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. We will read that next week. We will go over your C- the... Your CPPs. Yeah, you your know CPPs. Me. Yes. We, we will <laughs> go over the uh, results of the championship game. We will inf- inform Tom who won in his game, since I'm sure he will be avoiding all social media <laughs> and scores after the game. <laughs> So we'll let him know this time next week. I will find out when everyone else finds out on Tuesday when we go through the uh, the uh, the CFP rankings. No, well, that should do. I was gonna, I was going to say the actually uh, that'll be Sunday. It'll be we'll, Sunday. We'll we'll know all that Sunday. All right. Anyway, tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Knowledgeable Podcast. Peace. Later, taters.